Dear Mark Hamill, my name is Justin. I am the host of a podcast called Stinker Madness. Each week we start our 30-minute episode with a parody commercial. Usually this entails the three of us on the show doing voice acting. Poorly. We often struggle with impersonating celebrities and movie characters. One of us in particular has trouble reading her lines. One male host, who is not me, has trouble staying sober. But I am not going to name any names. I'm happy to share examples with you so that you understand how bad these impressions are. Hi, I'm Chuck Norris. I will not drink the Merlot. Shit, damn it. Of course, I'm a Terminator. Hemingway once wrote, The world's a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. Actually, I'm a glitter vampire. Your face is booked. Is she fast? She's the ship that made the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. You use my name, Stone Cold, and my lawyers will screw you. Not with a condom, with a can of whoop-ass. I make an effort to keep it as real as possible as I can, and I'm efforting towards suing your honky ass. Good afternoon, and here's our news. This just in. Former President Taft, eaten by wolves. Audio at 6 p.m. Come, Jack. Let's show them what being a bilingual country split in half by different cultures, with a puppet government that's still under the thumb of British monarchy, all while being perceived as a clone of the more powerful and wealthy Americans is really all about. Chew on my lead, lead eater. Delivery from Punches R Us. Not convinced? How about these? I'm just riding the waves of success from Mean Girls and Herbie. I can't believe I'm in a graveyard with a strange man hunting for vampires on a school night. Pull off those duds, Sky Sailor, and let me see what you got. Excusez-moi, while I take a puff of my standard French cigarette. Ah, I drink three bottles of wine just before noon, and I'm holding a baguette. T-bars and all, my senoritas are stepping on your feelers, but you don't hear me, though. I have to collect more energy so I can open the mystery box of the day in Resource Collection Village Build Saga on my phone. Oh my god, I can't even believe I slept with you. I understand if you need to take a break and listen to Zep3, Rubber Soul, and OK Computer all at the same time to expunge the sounds you've just heard from your mind. Vomiting is understandable. I am writing to you today because I am hoping that you would like to become my best friend. If you would like to do that, I would be happy to have you on the Stinker Madness podcast with me. Mark, you do not yet realize your importance. You've only begun to discover your power. With your incredible skills with voice acting and my ingenious writing, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. It is your destiny. Whoa, hold on, hold on. You're going to throw us under the bus and play clips of our acting and then ask Mark Hamill to replace us on the show and your pitch to him is just to give him the same speech that Darth Vader gives Luke Skywalker. Are you gonna tell him next that you're his father? Yeah, thanks a lot, guy. It's a pretty dick move. I feel it's only fair we give this son of a bitch a taste of his own medicine. But sir, we angels are like Ken dolls down there. How shall we ever make of babies with no tallywhackers? Lucifer walks in here with his crown. Da-da-dum. <clears throat> He's ruined all our careers. We've got to warn Adam Sandler that he'll ruin his career too. Woo! What's in the box? What's in the box? The Frog Brothers were born ready. Also prematurely. God gave me a great body. Science made it a killing machine. So, did we figure out if he is Mark Hamill's father? Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. I've got Sam and I've got Jackie here. How are you guys? 
I'm rolling on the river. With the homies? Yep. No, you're rolling on the river. <laughs> with the homies. Yeah, rolling with the homies. That was the song That's in uh, Clueless, dude. Like the perfect mashup. That was for their, like... their number one <laughs> summer jam of the summer. Rolling with the homies. You don't remember Clueless? Uh, yeah, I do. It was fun. Right. Paul Rudd rules. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a fun movie. No, it's about Barbie girls. Whatever. The movie this week is Midnight Ride, starring one Mark Hamill and Michael J. Dudikoff. I don't know if his middle name has anything to do with Jay. I just like calling him Michael J. Dudikoff. And Robert Mitchum. Yeah. I never thought Robert Mitchum would ever appear on Stinker Madness. Probably, I think there's a couple more opportunities. He made some very poor choices at the end of his career. Jackie and I recently tried on Netflix to watch the... Uh, the Winds of War, from uh, written by that one guy, long-winded son of a bitch that wrote movies about or books about World War Two. The hell is that guy? Did War and Remembrance? Anyways, Robert Mitchum's the main guy, and uh, he wasn't good in Winds of War. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And we only got an episode and a half in of this 15-hour miniseries before we were just like, you know what? I think we're good on this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. There's hope. There's hope. But uh, yeah, Midnight Ride. We did, this is a fan request. From uh, uh, Van Diver, our Facebook fan, Van Diver. So shout out to you, buddy. And uh, I believe his first name is Matt. Matt. Uh, so that's cool. Hello, Van Diver. Van Diver. It's like a... It's like, a sweet last name, It dude. is a pretty sweet last name. It's much better than Mark Montana. Matt he, if Van he had Diver. like a van with a wizard on the side of it, that's that, and then the license plate was Van Diver, that would be totally Only badass. if it was a camper van with something sweet painted on the side of it. I said a wizard on the side of well, it. Yeah, pretty, dude. No, okay, fine. I w- while you were saying that, I was thinking that it must also go underwater. It's an amphibious camper van with a wizard on the side of it, so it's Van Diver. Van Diver. Yeah. Submarine camper van. You could you could camp on the bottom of the ocean if you wanted to. It's kind of hard to start a campfire that way, but if it floats your boat. Hey, I've got some hate mail. Oh, right. good. Yeah, we got thrown under the bus again for picking movies that people think are good. Oh, which one was it this time? Ed, 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 Ed. No, nobody thinks it's Ed not, is good. It's not Ed. We, Surprise. We think Ed is better than this film. Oh. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. What? what? There oh. are people out there. That's Angry? what I'm saying. It's got a fucking 3.5 rating on IMDb because people seem to think that this shit was good. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I, I So here's what I did. I put in our episode on Reddit with the, uh, the title of like uh, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation... Uh, it should be in the bottom 100, if not the top 20. So I, I kind of made a bold statement, that, and I said, you know, the, obviously that we thought it was incredibly boring and looked yes. like shit and yes. was just shit the whole time. It was yes. just too goddamn boring for the most part. So here's our comments. From Dilly D says, I realize that this is clickbait hyperbole, but if you really think that this should be in the bottom 20, then you need to see more bad movies. Oh. I don't even like MK. But there is so much worse stuff out there. Here's the deal. In our free time, four bad movies a week plus one reviewed. That's five bad movies a week. Every week. Every week for over a year just in the length of this podcast. Just in the link. Now, between the three of us, I would be willing to say that we have seen every single one except for the Bollywood of the IMDb bottom 100 movies. And the only reason we haven't seen those is because they're fucking all four hours long. Yeah, they make them too long. It's really tough. And you have to read it, which there's mostly singing and dancing. So you don't really, there's nothing to pay attention to. But 
I say to Dilly D, if you think we need to see more bad movies, you need to see more bad movies. Yeah. Because there is so much more awesome shit that is worse, like, uh, or just bad than this. There's nothing redeeming about Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Nothing. It is one of the worst films ever made. Boring, lame, looks like crap, poor acting, yeah. bad dialogue. How is it not? There was a period there before Roman moved to Vegas that I was doing about eight a week yeah. for like two years. Yeah. And that I've been doing this since I was since I was old enough to have my own video card. I am the sole reason that Netflix is a success today because I was only their only member and I was buying all their goddamn bad movies or renting all their goddamn movies when they started. I'm telling you, I've seen them all. Jackie, you have a rebuttal? No, no, I do not. I think you covered it. Thank you. Ah, uh, there's there's the bad. Mark, yeah. seriously, Mark Hamill, call us. Uh, Get out now. <laughs> this one is from, I guess, Gendo looking, G E N D O looking. Uh, he says this movie's is bonkers on so many levels. From Raiden's new do to Sonya be com- completely clean in a scene following a fight in mud. Oh, and don't forget Luke Kane's ridiculous backflip over a missile. Oh, how I love this film. All of these things fall into my argument. They sound awesome on paper. Awesome. Yeah. In practice, you are tuned out by that point. Yeah, by the time it does anything even remotely fun, you it's lost you for about 30 minutes. And then its climax is just horrendous special effects, like unviewable special effects. As we said on the podcast, I'll just say it today. This isn't a board. Uh, last but not least, this is from JW Universe, one of our uh, pretty serious fans. JW comments on a lot of stuff. He says, yes, finally, I love, hate this movie. It's horribly terrible, laughing my ass off. Movies that are worse than this, Catwoman and the Love Guru by a long ass mile. Great show, guys. Well, that's Thank you. Yeah. We argued on the episode. I we, I think we all agree that Catwoman is, is worse. The worst movie that we've done. Love Guru is kind of borderline for us. Yeah, I really hate the Love Guru. Yeah, as do I. So there you go. There's our hate mail for this week on Mortal Kombat Annihilation. We'll see how much anger we can cause with a movie that nobody's ever heard of that may be good. I, I have kind of expectations that Midnight Ride... Again, I've with got Mark a, Hamill. I've got a surprise name in the boring bullshit that might pump you up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. No, I have, again, I have a feeling that this is a good movie packaged in a shitty movie. I just, I think that's what we're going to get in. Oh, yeah? yeah? We'll see. We'll see. Anyways. There's a name involved that you're going to, it'll, it'll, per, it'll pique your, your interest. Yeah, so there you go. There's your hate mail. If you want to send us hate mail or like mail, whichever, we'll take, we'll take any mail. You can go ahead and send us, uh, something at talk at stinkermadness.com. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter as well. Just stinker madness on both of those guys. If we think you're cool enough, we'll even put you on the goddamn show like our upcoming guest, Mark Montana. No, Wait, Mark Martini Montana. Shark. <laughs> Never putting Mark Montana Mark. on the show. Actually, if Mark Montana if did want to get on the show, if, I would let him on the show. Yeah, even if he was sort of snide and kind this of a like problem. Babs is the greatest the whole time. Because what is he going to do? Like, if it was a radio show, you could ruin it by just going, fuck piss, ha. Ah. But if you did that to us, we'd be like, yep, fuck piss. Fuck piss, shit. <laughs> fuck yep, piss. Don't fuck, care, dude. Fuck, fuck, fuck pussy. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, streaming do's and don'ts this week. I got a couple gems for you. Actually, we're going to do four movies. Two of them are not streaming. But first off, the streaming ones. 
Templar Nation on Amazon Prime. <laughs> did you get the? Did you look up the guy's name, the actor? No. Oh, he's the worst. He's Why the worst look actor. Up his name? Because we should know him as the worst actor. I'm never going to see him lived. again in my life. Oh, he's so bad. Templar I loved Nation. this. It was amazing. <laughs> Vanity piece has gone awry. Yeah, because it's the sword guy that produced it. Uh huh. Oh, and he was such him. a dick back in the movie, too. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't just know about swords. I know how to use them. <laughs> like, sure you yeah, do. you do. As he cuts off his own nose to spite his face. Yeah, and then he, like, there's a climatic battle scene at the end, and he gets his ass kicked. He's the only guy that loses in a sword fight in this movie, the guy that knows about swords and <laughs> how to use them. Yeah, it's yeah. like what when they douche. were... It wasn't just that point, but, like, at every point of the movie, the visuals are betraying the dialogue. <laughs> Because you're like, is that what you're saying? Because that's not what I'm seeing. <laughs> yep, not at all. Not at all. Oh, we should mention uh, uh, Eric... Uh, Eric Estrada is in the whole movie despite dying in the first two minutes. Man got paid his day rate. <laughs> and the whole movie is about them finding this hidden temple that just has normal guys living in They're, it. They're like, just go there all the time. Yeah, like... it's just like next to somebody's... <laughs> there's like a tunnel... And Next to somebody's apartment, they just go into their apartment, go so, down to the bottom floor, and there's no point to the whole movie. None, because they go to a place that's already they they discover something that didn't need any discovering. Right, that their By, friends have already discovered. The people running the show are already using it as their base of operations, and the only thing they did was a byproduct of leading the bad guys there by trying to find it in the first place. Well, you know what? How dick is it? I'm a Knights Templar. So are these other dick bags, but I haven't been into the secret Knights Templar room. Like you, no, they, they had been not... in there. No, I don't think that the like Knights Cowboy Tem- Joe, Cowboy Joe, had been in there. Or, yeah, or but Indian not, Joe had been not in the there. professor. And he was like, "I am a Knights Templar." Oh yeah, yeah, he never yeah. been in there. And I'm like, "Yeah, well, they probably don't like you very much, or you haven't paid your dues because uh, <laughs> you, they didn't let you into the secret meeting." So they're already there with chicks. Yeah. Let's find these guys that I'm a member of. The president of Earth is already there with his girlfriends. Yes. <laughs> so what? Dumb. He's got a nice sweater, too. Uh, what makes me really confused about this film is how is it not a thing? Like, if the room is such a fucking thing, why can't this be such a fucking thing? It's got every single thing in the film on screen, not outside. I, I take. None of the the Tommy at the screenings and people bringing footballs and yeah. spoons. None of that fun factor. If just I, what is on screen of the room isn't this, then what is it? Because I think it's the so exact I same think goddamn thing. It's, I will compare it to the room and also to another vanity piece gone awry, Titanic 2. Yeah. And I think it's directly in between because Titanic 2 is just goddamn unviewable. Yeah, I'm with you. The Titanic 2 was um, was nearly impossible to watch. It was not fun. It was boring. I have not seen this. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, you yeah. watched Titanic 2. No, I don't think she did. You no, did I didn't. Three. Oh, really? I Yeah. I'm How sure can there be did. a second Titanic? The first one drowned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. They try to explain that. Yeah. Anyways, Templar Nation, I think, is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah it me was too. Really I love it. Else. It, it. It looks like an abort after about five seconds. And then you somehow just stick you with just it. are sucked into it so, because the guy is so bad. That's what got me to keep watching is that I realized I'd been laughing for 20 minutes hysterically because of the way that he was delivering his lines so poorly. 
It just with like his like I am the greatest actor of uh-huh, all time, uh-huh. and I couldn't, I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. And I realized, well, I've been laughing at this for even though this is horrible, I've been laughing at it for twenty minutes. Yep, it's brilliant. Loved it. Do it. Uh, next up, Jackie and I did this on our own. It's called Monster Squad. Yeah, yeah. Monster Squad. Maybe people people might have heard of this. I've heard of Monster Squad. This was, uh, I think, 1986, right in there. Uh, nobody is in it, but it is take the Goonies and instead of pirates, put in all the the classic monsters from uh, uh, the 30s, Boris Karlov and uh, Lon Chaney. If it was one of okay. those guys, they're in this. So you got these kids... They're the Monster Squad. They deal with monsters. I feel like I may have seen this when I was a kid. It's fucking nanners. Is it? It's great. And I was like, how the hell hadn't I heard of this ever when I was a child? Uh, There's some pretty potty language in it, uh, I guess. Maybe my mom wouldn't let me for that reason. I don't know. But uh, I looked it up because I thought, well, maybe it's just me. This movie flopped big time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never even heard of it. But, I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a blast. Cheesy, silly, uh, boy adventure movie. The fat kid is no Jerry O'Connell or Chunk by any means, but he's still fun. Yep. Um, Spying on the neighborhood. Hot girl. Yeah. No, it's a, it was a great time on Netflix right now. It just came out. The cover you'll instantly recognize is something that you should watch. And I say, watch it. Me too. Monster Squad. Good. And there's like one of those cheesy 80s rap songs that had to be in every children's movie yeah. by white guys at the end of it. Monster Squad. Do, do, do. Monster Squad. Pretty fun. Uh, the non-streaming movies. Sam, I'm going to let you take lead on this since they're your films that you bought for a dollar. Yeah, they're why we get to include these in the stream because you can just go down to your Walmart right now and in the bargain basket for two or three dollars, you can get both Captain Americas. 1978 and 1978's Captain, Captain America, America and Captain America 2, Death Too Soon. Yes. Oh my god, these were hard to watch. The first one is just bad. <laughs> the first one is like, are you guys going to start making Captain America yet? Yeah, we should mention that uh, it's uh, your Hunter from the Future. What's yes. his name? Anybody got his name remembered? Red... Beasley, Braun, something or like that. Yeah, I don't know. Tough guy. His he's arms real, are fucking he's huge. He's a big dude. Real big forearms. Like I am pretty sure that there's not anybody who could arm wrestle out arm wrestle that guy. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's Steve Rogers. He's not quite the buffoon that uh, Reb Brown that uh, Peyton Manning's lookalike was from 1990s Captain America. But uh, Captain America doesn't show up in the first one. He comes in the last, like, two minutes, two minutes of the film. He's there. And I'm like, oh, my God, seriously. And it sucked because it started out so fucking bitching with him, like, cruising along the the PCH in his fucking bitching van that may or may not have been aquatic. Uh, And, like, hey, dude, let's bust some surfboards. And then he gets in, like, some... The the bad guys just want to take him out because he's good at stuff, I guess. I don't know. He's an ex-Marine? Yeah, they just, like, booby-trap the road with... Oil they like, know oh, he's dead now. that he's the son of Captain America. Oh, the original Captain America. Which was only a nickname. Right. Even though at the end they're like, this is what he used to wear. Wait, was it a nickname? Because that looks like a costume that says Captain America all the way. We should move on to Captain America 2. Because it's the one, the one really to watch. To talk about. You just sort of have to watch the first one to get to the second That's one. That's the unfortunate thing about these two is the first one sucks. I would say do not except for you have to, to, to watch you just, the second one. You won't have any idea of what's going on. None. 
Which, I just say don't do it for either one. Really? You really? Didn't enjoy the I like the second one, the second one a With lot. With the motorcycle business and the, the hang glider? Hang glider? Oh my God, I loved the second one. No. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with the second one. Like, the second one was Captain America 2. We're done fucking around. I think you just got too much, like, of a hard on for Chris Evans and everything else that's Captain America sucks ass. I didn't like the first Captain America with Chris Evans. Yeah, no, you didn't. I did. I thought it was okay. I really liked Captain America 2. Dead yeah, I too did. soon, though. Well, I like both Captain America 2s. So for me, the theme is I don't like Captain America 1, either one, but both Captain America 2s, thumbs up. It's too bad that Albert Pyung never got a second look second at Second look uh, at Captain America. 1990s Captain America, because who's to say that it wouldn't have been the best, yeah, it according to Sam? Maybe. I would have hoped that Peyton Manning would have done better in the second one. We should also mention for our international listeners what uh, what Sam and I are drinking this episode. This episode is brought to you by Cocta. Cocta, the national drink of Slovenia. It's flavored like something. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot drink it. It's so damn gross. <laughs> Took a little sippy sip and I'm like, oh, oh no. What is this supposed Is this a Coke ripoff? But then it says caffeine free on the side of it. So I'm like, no, every it's not. Every time I put it in my mouth, I'm like, this is going to be when I figure out what this is supposed to taste like. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't. It just looks like soda, but it's not soda. It's even in a bottle that has the same brand colors as <laughs> Co- Coca-Cola, yet it's called Cocta. It's like if you left Coke in the sun. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but then you put something in it, and I don't know what that something is. And you left the cap off of it, so there's no fit. Yeah, it's just like, what? Anyways, there you go. <laughs> Uh, Sam, you got a uh, good neighbor, bad neighbor. I this do. Week. Uh, we're going to do a Dudikoff good, no- good neighbor, oh, bad nice. neighbor. I like it. Starting with Matt Hunter. But uh, Matt Hunter is fun because he's played by two people Matt Hunter from uh, such films as Avenging Force and Invasion USA. Right. So, so we're Matt just Hunter... doing Dudikoff. Well, no, you can do Matt Hunter as a character. So, okay. But you have to take into consideration that he might hit you with so many lefts that you'll be begging for a right. Yeah. And that his house fucking explodes at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and he lives on the bayou. And if you... The one thing I know he about... He has Matt a neighbor. Is he had a neighbor. <laughs> that neighbor got shot. That neighbor got shot to death. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm thinking bad neighbor at this point. <laughs> I'm going to toss in that armadillo, though. <laughs> the armadillo makes it. I know. The armadillos are cool. If your neighbor had a dilla... How can you say he's a bad neighbor? Is he's it got worth, an armadillo. Is it worth getting shot over? Let me think about that. Can I get back to you? No, I can't. No, bad neighbor. It's death. Guaranteed death. Yes, and he doesn't like grow into a better person by being played by Michael Dudikoff. He's no, his still buddy dies. just a bad neighbor. The, and the, the bad one guy friend. that never dies in any movie dies in Avenging Force. His, his, Matt Hunter's bestie. You can't kill... This guy, everybody dies around Matt Hunter. Yeah. Including his enemies, but, uh. The you, area of effect is like, know. he's like Steven Seagal. Yeah. Jackie, bad neighbor. Good neighbor. Oh, yeah. Steal his armadillo and fuck that guy. Yep. I'm with you. Take his, uh, fan boat, too. Fan boats are sweet. Private Joe Armstrong. From such films as. American Ninja 1 through 5. Ah, yes. Actually, 1 through 3 and 5. Does he even have a home? <laughs> he lives <laughs> at the base. Oh, that's the right. The base. Where everything around it gets exploded. <laughs> yeah, dude, what is with this guy? Every place this guy lives, explosion. Explosion. Like, why would you want to be his neighbor? You would have no pubic hair left. If you enjoy being on fire. Or limbs. Yeah. <laughs> if you like being exploded on a daily basis. Uh, bad neighbor. Bad neighbor. <laughs> yeah, bad neighbor, dude. But 
I'm going to swoop in here with a possible good neighbor. All right, all right. Jersey Bellini. From such films as? Bounty Hunters 1 and 2. Oh, I am fucking in. Yeah, because he's a terrible husband. Uh He's a shitty bounty hunter, Uh but he's probably like the guy you want to live next to. Well, no, again. (laughs) Does his house get exploded? His house gets exploded. (laughs) Yeah, dude. This is not a throwing in a curve. Yeah, he actually blew up his own house. (laughs) Yeah, dude. But he didn't blow up your house. Yeah, but you still got to go pick up the shit out of your yard after his house finishes burning. And Of all of the na- good neighbor, bad neighbors that Michael J. Dudikoff's characters could be, he may be the best. I'm going to go ahead and say bad neighbor. I'm kidding. Yeah, he may be the best worst neighbor. Uh, you know, I'm just starting to think that Sean Bean dies at the end of everything and Dudikoff's house just gets blown up. <laughs> and I'm all right with that. Yeah. I fucking love Michael Dudikoff, dude. God, if I could only have more Michael Dudikoff movies. Uh, well, there you go, Sam. Why don't you tell us about Midnight Ride? Should I bring you in? Here you go. Because we're going to take the Midnight Ride. Do, 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 Midnight Ride with Mark Hamill. Ooh, Midnight Ride with Mark Hamill. I think there is some cars in this movie. Uh, Director Bob Bralver is a stuntman. We've had some other directors, notably Hal Needham, who started as stuntmen, but Bralver really just, he's a stuntman who got to do some movies. He also directed three movies and various episodes of series like Hardcastle and McCormick, The A-Team, Knight Rider, as well as one of my favorite stinker series, Riptide. Riptide is a lot of fun. It's not a good show. It somehow made it like four seasons, I guess. The other two movies are Rush Week, a slasher preceding this one by a year, and American Ninja 5. Hell yeah. He served as stunt coordinator on Diagnosis Murder and the Father Dowling Mysteries. Heavy, heavy <laughs> stunts. Two shows that are known for old, old guys doing solving crimes. That's just, it's so weird. He's the stunt coordinator, because there's going to be some bad guy stunts that you have to do, like jumping over things. and Or, or cars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's stunts because old people jumping over cars. Well, we know that old people like to crash cars, and you definitely yeah. need the stuntman for that. He Country probably kitchen is just going to get demolished in the Father <laughs> Dowling mysteries every episode. Yeah, I just don't understand why both of those series made it for a while, and it's like people who shouldn't be solving crimes. The show, a doctor who solves crimes, and a priest who solves crimes. Hey, Matlock, if Matlock can do it, Matlock doesn't. He just wins cases. Yeah, but he solves the crime. Sometimes he because just... he points at the door and says, "The next man that comes in is the killer," and then he solved the crime. He, the guy's not even on trial; he's just in there to yeah. deliver pizza, well, no. and he turns out to no be the killer because Matlock knows no one everything. comes in the door, so his guy gets off. Crime unsolved. Oh yeah, because of reasonable doubt. That's <laughs> yeah, right. that's so right. Dumb. Matlock is a terrible show. Uh, on the silver screen side, he also was a stunt coordinator for Space Jam. Yeah. Oh my God. His first credit is stunts for I Spy. Hopefully he didn't take any crib notes from Cosby. Oh. Oh, is it too soon? Always. Is it too soon? It will never be on okay. time. All right. Have you ever seen Ice Pie? No, I have it's not. It's a good show. Oh, okay. Now, this is where things are going to get exciting. Producer Ovidio G. Asonitas is the reason I am excited about this film. Ovidio kicked around for quite a while. His first film, which he directed himself, Beyond the Door, eventually made over $40 million hmm. worldwide. Hmm. He's known for putting together a crazy picture. Piranha 2 bears little resemblance to its predecessor, but it is a wild ride. His Jaws-inspired octopus movie tentacles turn some heads. Oh. Most recently, the hosts of this program watched his opus, The Visitor, 
with John Huston. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes. And Franco Nero as Space Jesus. Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy ass fucking crazy. Movie. This I've, is the I've guy heard who's good things about tentacles. It is in the Stinker Nomicron. Yeah, I've heard good things about tentacles as well. He also did uh, the Curse with Will Wheaton, based on a short story by H.P. Lovecraft. When Yoram and Menahem left Canon, he took over as CEO for like a year before it went under. <laughs> this is one of the pictures made by Canon under his watch. So uh, this is going to be an Ovidio picture. Do we this have, should be nuts. Do we now have a Canon count? Is, well, is I don't this know. We're, we're, we're flirting movie? with double digits, I think. Yeah, six or seven, I want to say. But this isn't really a Galan Globus. Sure, but it's still canon. It's still canon. Yeah, along and, with uh, uh, even uh, the Michael Dudikoff movie that we watched recently that we both really enjoyed, the the maybe the third best Vietnam movie of all time that now we can't even fucking think of the title because no... Platoon Leader? Oh, yeah, Platoon Leader. Yeah, yeah. with Dudikoff. That's, uh, that's not Galan Globus. And then that, that was... In, uh, it was Globus and Avi Lerner. Ah, yeah. Okay. But they were both still CEOs. Yeah. All right. Continue. I've talked uh, about Mark Hamill at length on this program. If you like the comedy and the good times, he's a good social media follow. The Facebook post with him uh, looking for his father, Darth Vader. Who is me, maybe? Maybe you. Maybe you. Was, it's maybe funny me? enough that I've been laughing at it for about two months. That's... I he, think he took it down because it was horribly insensitive. I'm going to you know, have to check that out. Well, uh, you can't find it. I was looking uh, for it because you've seen a lot of this stuff with the photo of the person holding up the handwritten note that says, I'm so-and-so. I was born here. I'm looking for my real parents. It was somewhere in Tuscaloosa. Uh, no, I do no, not see that, Sam. There's a lot of these that are just going around heavy the last three or four months. And then my one day now. I went on and there's Mark Hamill sitting on his couch and he's got a handwritten note that says... I was raised on Tantooine by my uncle Owen and Aunt Peru, and just details the exact same thing <laughs> about how he's looking for his father. And the last time that anybody saw him, he was on a star, a star destroyer. Oh my god, that's and awesome! And I was like in tears, laughing about it. But then a couple of days later, I was like, "That's really insensitive." It's pretty insensitive, but <laughs> Dude, funny. It's still funny. Totally insensitive and completely funny. Yeah, still like, funny. It qualifies as funny. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Well, it doesn't have it's ironic. You know, and satirical at the same time. There's no better humor than that. That's like all of the humor put into one. All the humor. Dudikoff is still a dude. Talked about him a lot on the program as well. Uh, One thing I don't think I've ever mentioned: he was in Tron. Yeah. Yes, he was. I did. He was in Tron. Yeah. Robert. That was my Tron Tron sound effect. That's a Tron sound effect. Yeah. When what part of Tron does that happen in? When the frisbee comes at you. That's not actually that bad. Yeah. Woo. Sound effects over here. All right. Robert Mitchum will be making his first and probably only appearance on Stinker Madness. AFI rated him number 23 on the list of 25 greatest male screen legends. Mm. At the end of his career and life, he was doing shit like this. Beyond his greatness, he is the original beef. It's what's for dinner. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Mitchum was the first beef. It's what's for dinner. Was he also the Marlboro Man? He was not. That was Mm. William Smith. Yeah. There was some indiscretion in the middle of his career as well, as evidenced by his Calypso album, Calypso. Is like so. That's the worst album <laughs> title I've ever heard in my life. Yep. I listened to 17 seconds of the track Coconut Water, and that was more than enough. Coconut Water? <laughs> yeah. On the cover, he is being a capital douche. He's like sitting on a table with some scotch in front of him. Oh, I'm sure. And then there's a broad behind him that is a 10 if I've ever seen one. Huh. She is good looking. Eh, she uh, probably banged her. Probably. Well, not for his Calypso music. No, it was it, it, not just that. He did a Calypso album, which is because he went to Jamaica for a movie or something. He's like, 
while I'm here. Uh, get into this Calypso. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Went, he went to a party and had a really good time and was like, I love this Calypso. I can, I can do, it. do it. And yeah. then it wasn't just like, I've got a small experience with something. Now I'm going to tell everybody how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Uh, he also did a country album. It peaked at number 35 on the country charts. Yeah, that's not bad. Because a bucket of monkey shit could hit 40 on the country charts that's as long as it was sad. That's true. What what was it? It wasn't that Red Shoes one, is it? No. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Red I'm going to buy these shoes no, from Robert my mom, see. That is... What are you talking about? She can beat Jesus with a new pair of shoes on. I'm not so sure you know who Robert Mitchum is. Yeah. Oh. I don't think I know who he is yeah, either. That, yeah, okay. Savina Gersak has top female billing. Gersak. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bad disease. She's, I think that she might have been the one behind the recipe of cocktail. Cocktail. Or whatever it is we're drinking. <laughs> she looks really familiar. I don't know why. Again, one of these that, like, I know who that is. Then I look at the filmography. I'm like, no idea who that is. Keep an eye out for Scream Queens, Pamela Ludwig, and Leslie Dean. I don't know either of them. Any film credits? Yeah. I, wasn't, I didn't think you were going to ask for them. Town of uh, Dreaded Sundown and uh, Bloody Valentine, probably, I'm guessing. Uh, everybody was in those two. Yeah. You know, Pamela Ludwig wasn't in Sleepaway Camp, but she looks like the gal who was. Mm, okay. Well, there you uh, go. Well, the movie is currently on YouTube, so make sure to check it out on our website. Just go to, uh, well, I guess you don't have to go to because you're already on our website. So uh, just click the damn link and watch the fucking movie and then come back to us on Monday and uh, listen to us talk about it. And then feel free to write to us on Reddit because I'm going to post this on uh, the Bad Movies Reddit or on our personal Reddit, uh, which is, I believe, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash stinker madness or just email us at talk at stinker madness in the meantime get to the chopper thank you for listening to stinker madness if this is your first time we hope you enjoyed it and we'll come back to listen more but now we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor we aren't ranking as high as we'd like and we need your help would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you.